Hello and welcome back to the Battleborn Argonauts podcast. I'm your host as always, Joshua Anselmo, here to talk to you guys today about your favorite team in the CFL, your Toronto Argonauts. And today's episode is certainly going to be a fun one. Can you guess the topic? I've been hinting at it all over Twitter for the last couple weeks. I have been breaking down film and drafting together my mock draft for the CFL only the first round this time, the top nine picks uh, for you guys. You know, we're still a little bit away from the draft, um, but, you know, what else are we going to talk about here in this offseason with free agency kind of cooled down and the Argonauts making headlines all across uh, this offseason. So, you know, I uh, spent some time on this. I, I spoke to some friends uh, who are also in the industry. They gave me some insight so take what you want from this this is my personal opinion on what i would rank these prospects um you know there's a lot of debate on which you can go on back and forth right like uh trey ford for example the quarterback a lot of people like a lot of people say first round talent a lot of people say second round but um you know I think he's certainly going to be an, a high pick only because of the pedigree he has. And as a quarterback, uh, you know, teams are always looking to add And you know, with the Warriors last year, he certainly surprised a lot of people and uh, certainly one of the funnest players to watch. Now, before I get into the mock draft, one by one by one by one, we, were, we will be going through all teams picks, by the way. So I, I will be doing the Argonauts and every other team in the CFL. But let's go to Jesse Lucetta first. And, you know, he topped the CFL winter scouting at the Bureau rankings. Uh, a lot of people think that he's a first-round talent, um, you know, Penn State linebacker. I don't really have him on in my top nine. Like, I, like it's tough because you look at every team's needs and, um, you know, so, like, I don't want to – I just want to let you guys know first, but – yeah, Luketa is a player that I like a lot. I just looked at team needs on each and every team, and I think that these probably fit each team's roster best right now. That's how I went on with it. Obviously, like I said, I don't have like concrete information on how teams really rank these prospects. So this could be this list could be completely wrong. But you know, I worked a lot on this uh, for a long time, broke down a lot of tape, a lot of film, and let's get started with. Joshua and Salmos, myself, CFL mock draft for round one on the Battleborn Argonauts podcast. Let's go. Pick number one from the Edmonton Elks. Defensive line, Deontay Knight from Western. I think that's where they go. That might be a hot take to some. I think they go defense in Edmonton. Um, you know, like. I think I think they do. I'm sorry. I think they do. Uh, a lot of people want to see. You know, I'm not going to mention names up there, but I think they go defensive line number one. Deontay Knight, fantastic football player. So with that, let's go to pick selection number two. 
with pick number two, the Ottawa Red Blacks select linebacker Tyrell Richards, Syracuse. Now, this one might turn some heads. I know, I know. They looked at the offensive weapons available, and they went with Tyrell. I think they need a linebacker. I do. I, You know, Ottawa has certainly had its focus on defense lately. I think they really go linebacker here. Richards is arguably the top linebacker in the class, arguably one of the best defensive prospects in CFL's most recent history. Um, you know, I think he has a, a pretty safe floor, but also a high ceiling. So I think they smashed that pick there. Uh, big shocker, but speaking to some people and looking at some tapes, I think they go with Tyrell. With the third pick of the BC Lions, wide receiver Jalen Philpot, Calgary. Yes, not much of a surprise. We know Philpot is obviously seen as the consensus number one offensive talent in this draft. But with that, let's go to pick number four. The Montreal Alouettes select wide receiver Tyson Philpot Calgary. So his brother, uh, you know, the twin, they are so dynamic and so fun to watch offensively. Imagine these two ever on the same team. I have a feeling we're going to see it eventually in the CFL um, with how free agency works and roster changes year to year here in this league. But, you know, those two are so dynamic, so awesome on the offensive side of the football. We both know how many touchdowns. I think they put up 12 touchdowns between the two last year. Um, I actually think that Tyson put up more than Jalen, but Jalen's just, I think he's better after the catch. I think, you know, he gives you a higher ceiling, but uh, also has a high floor. So, um, you know, Tyson's not that much behind. I still think he has potential to potentially become better than Jalen, maybe. Uh, We got to see how they grow year to year, but these two, are going to run the CFL wide receiver core in this draft class for sure. With that, let's go to pick number five, the Calgary Stampeders. Offensive lineman Noah Zur, Saskatchewan. A lot of people are high on Zur. So am I. I think Noah is going to be the first offensive uh, you know, lineman off the board in this draft. Uh, I think Calgary goes there. I think they smashed that. Calgary always looks for that next big up-and-coming uh, tackle, you know, he can play anywhere amongst the line. He's very versatile in that aspect. Uh, but I really think they're going to look for the, you know, next bright spot cornerstone of this offensive line down in Calgary. They have a lot of roster turnover, and I think they attack the offensive line first. But with that is pick number six, which is our Toronto Argonauts. At pick six, defensive back Tyrell Ford, Waterloo. Tyrell Ford, you know, the Argos have made so many changes this offseason, so many headline names. I think this team probably has the best depth at every position in the CFL this year. Maybe quarterbacks up for debate, but Tyrell Ford, a lot of people want to trade Ford, uh, the quarterback, but, you know, I think Tyrell, you can play anywhere in the DB area, uh, wherever you want to put him at what position, can bring so much to this Argos defense. We know that they have Mace now and how he likes to play his system and his philosophies and all that. I really think this fit fits the Argonauts' needs. I think it also provides them with some want. Um, you know, it's always good to have numbers behind numbers and uh, the Argonauts' weak point might be safety right now. So I wouldn't be surprised they go with Ford, um, you know, Mechie and uh, Richards and all those uh, guys on the back end. But 
I think they I think they go with Ford here. I really do. I watched his tape. I think he's an awesome football player. He's really solid, really poised. Um, shows you know the ability to become one of the best. And a lot of people will say you know picking six is a high asking price for Tyrell Ford, but you know I think it's worth it. I think they attack a position of want and need both in the same with one shot. So. I think they go DB here. I think they get some help on defense for Mace and his new system. And uh, yeah, but with that, let's go to Saskatchewan with pick number seven. D-back, Enoch, Makonzo, Coastal. A lot of people like this guy. I don't blame them. He's an awesome football player. We saw what he did with Coastal last year. Uh, I was I was really torn between putting him in the Raptors pick here, but I think Ford is just going to edge him out just by a hair. Um, you know, if, if Trey falls into round two and the rap and it's the Raptors, <laughs> sorry, I just finished recording my Raptors podcast. They came in my head first, but if the Argonauts have that pick there in round two and Trey Ford's available, I think they would smash Tyrell and Trey together, uh, back to back Ford picks. But, uh, yeah, Saskatchewan seven, Enoch McConzo. Don't blame them at all. Fantastic player. If I'm in Saskatchewan position, I do the uh, position. I do the same thing here, you know, vital piece of their defense that they get here enoch is probably one of the i guess highest ceiling prospects in this draft uh certainly has potential to become the best player in the draft i do think i think he has that much potential defensively actually so you know i think this one is a high ceiling pick but we just don't know with the floor so i think that's why he drops to pick seven but with pick eight let's go to the hamilton tiger cats Ew. uh you know we don't like the tie cats here on this podcast but I think they go with offensive lineman Peter Kazushka from Alberta. You know, bigger guy, um, very strong, uh, lots of power behind him. I think this is a good piece here for Hamilton. Get some stability on the offensive line. We know how many pieces they've lost this offseason, Hamilton. Um, but, you know, I think they go right back with the offense here in round one. And I think they go for, the, you know, probably that next building block on the offensive line. Obviously, offensive lineman picks probably have the highest floor. Because, uh, you know, it's not much of a drop-off in terms of position play like we've seen with other positions in terms of, you know, Canadian football development. But I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, Kazushka is a very nice player. And if he does land with Hamilton, like I said, that's very unfortunate because I do like him a lot. I like what he brings to the football field. But uh, I think, uh, you know, if you're Hamilton, uh, the Ticats got to smash this pick here. And with pick nine, this might cause some controversy, but I think the Blue Bombers do go quarterback with Trey Ford, obviously from Waterloo. You know, Winnipeg's getting older. We just saw them lose Harris to uh, <laughs> the Toronto Argonauts. But, uh, you know, it's that's how it works, right? You know, you get up there in age. You look to build your next team of the future. And I think Trey Ford, sitting a year behind Kolaros, uh you know, or however long Kalaros wants to stay in Winnipeg and perform at elite a level. I think when Trey Ford's ready to go, Winnipeg will have that next up and coming quarterback. Uh, Ford is certainly a high talent in my opinion. I think he has potential to be another one of those next great CFL quarterbacks. Mobile, uh, he's got a good arm. Accuracy is probably is I guess you know question for concern, but his mobility and strength and speed and. Uh, you know, the way he reads the game, he is certainly going to be a very nice piece to whatever team lands him as the up and coming project. I would love the Argonauts to select Trey Ford. Don't get me wrong. If the, if the Argonauts select him at pick number six, I'll be happy with that. 
Why? Because he can sit behind McLeod Bethel Thompson, gives us some, I guess, stability. We do have Chad Kelly here now, though, uh, and Austin Simmons. So the quarterback depth is, I wouldn't say shallow, but like Kelly, in my opinion, I think he has so much low key. Like I think under, I think that's an underrated quarterback. Uh, you know, old like what he did in the U.S. Um, you know, I, I like I do. I think he's underrated as heck. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some game action here in the CFL this se- as early as the season. Like I said, you know, we've seen what he's done with Ole Miss. Um, he's got experience playing with some elite, elite football players, and uh, he certainly knows how to throw the football with some zip on it and uh you know i'm not saying that mcleod is not a safe piece i think mcleod is going to have a really nice season he's gonna have his first ever season as a starter with the playbook designed for his specific uh, abilities and i really think that's going to help him a lot we know last year the quarterback controversy i think that kind of throws you off if you're a quarterback you know switching game to game plan to plan uh this year having a full system designed for him i think is going to be really important and I think we're going to see that early on. I think McLeod Bethel Thompson is going to go right out of the gate, zipping the football. And uh, I do think that this Toronto Argonauts offense is going to be number one. Sorry, number one ranked. I, I do think they are. My mic kind of cut out there. But uh, I think they are going to be the hottest offense in the league this year. We know the wide receiver core uh, has gotten some help. You know, Curly Gittins Jr. now and uh, – Speedy Banks, they are going to be fun to watch. They got Harris in the backfield. Um, the offensive line just keeps getting better and better. And I think with the addition to defense and how many moves they've made on the defensive side of the ball, uh, yes, they have lost some players, but they have really went on free agency and attacked every need. And there is no doubt in my mind that if I had to create a power rankings, which I'm going to have next week, the Argonauts intent will be in the top five at least so i'm not going to give away what ranking i'll put them in but i think i'm going to put like for sure in the top five so get ready for that i just want to keep you guys tuned in because it's such a dry off season you know at this point you know we have the free agency buzz then we have the pre-free agency buzz and then after that it's like okay well let's wait till the draft and here we are today with our first mock draft um so yeah i'll just go through it once again very quickly for you guys pick one deontay knight from edmonton i mean two edmonton sorry Pick number two, Auto Red Black, select Tyra Richards. Pick number three, BC Lions, select wide receiver Jalen Philpot. Pick number four, Montreal Alouette, select wide receiver Tyson Philpot. Pick number five, the Calgary Stampeders, select offensive lineman Noah Zur. Pick number six, our Toronto Argonauts, select defensive back Tyrell Ford, Waterloo. Pick number seven, Saskatchewan Rough Riders, take defensive back Enoch McConzo from Coastal. Uh, pick number eight, the Hamilton Ticats, Hill. Uh, pick offensive lineman Peter Kazushka from Alberta. And pick number nine, the Blue Bombers select quarterback Trey Ford just before we get into round two. And, uh, you know, like I said, I'm hoping Trey Ford can land in the double blue, but I think he's just too good of a talent uh, that, you know, he falls back into round two. We know how high of a premium quarterbacks are and how much they're valued within this league. And, uh, you know, Winnipeg's picking late this year, obviously because they are the champions. So, why not go get yourself some uh, security at quarterback? I do know that I like I am aware that the guys they have behind Kolaros are you know not just bums. They they are very capable. Each at like pretty much I think both of them actually are very good throwers of the football. So 
you know, maybe he does fall into round two, but I just think I can't see a team passing up on Trey Ford in the first round. I know it's crazy to say because there's so much talent this year in the CFL draft, but, you know, Trey Ford, quarterback. Quarterbacks are a high cost. Um, he's got a good arm, really good player, fun to watch. Uh, I can't see them passing up on that. So with that, that wraps up my CFL mock draft podcast episode here. Uh, you know, guys, reach out to the so- uh, socials. Follow the TikTok at Battleborn Fan Talk with two Ks if you want to see some visuals. We just launched our TikTok. Follow the Instagram and Twitter at Battle B R N F Talk. You know, the offseason's tough because, like I said, you have those few bright moments and then you have this. And, you know, we're just waiting here days on days as the snow trickles down, waiting to see Curly Gibbons Jr. lined up across the field from Speedy Banks with Harris in the backfield. That offensive line looking sharp with McLeod Bethel Thompson under center. Oh, man. Like, I know if you guys are anxious, so am I. They made so many moves as well on the defensive side of the football. This team is going to be so fun to watch. I wish the season could literally start right now because I have never looked more forward to an Argonauts season than this year. And last year, I know it created a lot of buzz. They made some, you know, really, really big signings. But this year, I think this is uh, this is probably the most excited I've been in a long, long time. They've really went on free agency and attack. Credit to Pinball. You know, he's just an awesome, awesome executive. Uh, in my opinion, CFL's best. I know that might be a hot take to some, but, you know, this guy goes out there, gets a player that he wants, no questions asked, and boom. Like, look at him just landing Speedy Banks from uh, Hamilton. You know, he's on the good guy side now. I'm sure he's going to enjoy Toronto a lot better. Shots fired to Hamilton. <laughs> we don't like the tie cuts. I'm sure you guys don't. Can't stand them. Go Argos, the double blue. This is our year. I'm telling you guys, this is a team to get excited for. And uh, my dream matchup would be for Harris to get into the Great Cup to take on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Just want to throw that out there. That would be my dream CFL Great Cup matchup this year. Let's make it happen. The season is right around the corner. We are slowly inching towards it. Draft season and mock drafts are underway. And I'm going to have a lot more coverage for you guys with the power rankings coming out on the next episode. So stay tuned. Reach out to the socials. If you guys do want to come on the show, I love speaking Argonauts Nation. Feel free. Pull together, right? So reach out to me. Reach out to the Battleborn, uh, any of the Battleborn uh, social accounts. And uh, we'd love to have you on. I mean it. Don't be shy. Um, I'd love to talk some football. So that's all for me. Go Argos Go. And I cannot wait for the first game of the season.